Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. Today, we are going to talk about 10 reasons not, 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 not to cheat on Dirty Lazy Keto. Not to cheat. Nope, 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 nope. You might have noticed something on my collar. Did you see all the kissy kissies? You know, because we're talking about cheating. And so this is what I was thinking of when I was thinking about cheating. I'm not thinking about cheesecake. No, I'm thinking about kissy kissies. But really, I mean, we have to figure out some reasons that will stop us from cheating or else a lot of us are just going to keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, wibble wobble, jibble jobble, right? And on and off that damn weight loss merry-go-round. So I want to help you with that. These are the reasons that helped me to lose 140 pounds and keep the weight off a decade. So I'm not pulling these reasons from a scientific book. These are just the reasons that helped me to lose half my body weight. And it took a while, right? I didn't just instantly learn these reasons not to cheat overnight. It took me some time. So I want to save you that time so that you here in the group listening and watching and commenting, I don't want you to have to, you know, go through those same reasons that I struggled with for sometimes some of them for years. So let's get to it, right? Um, the goals of today, I want you to finish the video, finish our experience and our time together. I want you to squash all that anxiety about the, should I have this? Could I have this? Should I, could I? You know what I mean? That like waffling, that little like devil angel thing where it's all, should I have this? I really want it. Should I, should I cheat? Should I not? I want to help you get rid of that anxiety because I think that stress and that conversation, it just weighs us down. I also want to help you avoid the whole drama, the whole cycle of cheating and then searching for some kind of quick fix solution or punishment. Let's be real. A lot of us do that. You know, we feel like, oh, I ate this. I ate that. Oh my gosh. I have to, now I have to do an egg fast. I have to intermittent fast. I have to fast. I have to exercise for 12, 15 hours. We've all been on that crazy train. So don't act like you haven't. Everybody's gone down that road at one time or another, but I want to help you get off that crazy train and avoid all that drama and stress. Really? I want to help you figure out your why, like why you aren't going to cheat. Not why Stephanie isn't. I'll show you my 10 reasons, but I want you to help figure out what is your why. You know, maybe one of the two or even three of the things I share are going to hit home today. And then you're like, that's for me. That's why I'm not going to do it. So that's one of my goals. I just want to motivate you to get off that weight loss merry-go-round, you know, when you're cheating and then you're not, and then you're strict and then you're on plan and <clears throat> it's just crazy town. And I know it's stressful and it makes you feel unhappy. And that's probably why you're here today to watch, right? Can I get an amen? <laughs> um, but just before we start, I want to clarify, you know, and I talk about this a lot and Dirty Lazy Keto gets started losing weight, is that I feel like there's a real big difference between cheating and intentional eating, okay? I just want to clarify that before I move, we move on really quickly. Cheating is when you eat some kind of food, like a high carb, high sugar, high flour type food of any sort. And then afterwards, you feel terrible. 
you feel like ashamed, you feel disgusted, you feel disappointed in yourself, you feel regretful. That is what I'm talking about. If you're indulging in some kind of deliciousness and you're fine with that, like skinny people do, I see them all the time. They'll like have a whatever candy bar and then they go back to normal life and they don't feel guilty at all. That's different. That's called intentional eating, mindful eating. That's totally not me. I suspect it's probably not you either or else you wouldn't be here, right? <laughs> okay, so we're talking about cheating and I wanna share with you my personal 10 reasons that I learned over, you know, almost a decade here of reasons why not to cheat. And I'm hoping some of these resonate and, you know, make you get fired up. So number one, you saw the kisses on the shirt. I feel like, da-na-na-na-na, <laughs> Okay, are you cracking up? Come on, life's too short, we have to have fun. <clears throat> I think you need to pick a team. So I'm gonna take off the cheating shirt with the kisses and the late night romance with bread and donuts and all those things. For me, I'm gonna get rid of this. I'm gonna pick a team and that is one of my reasons not to cheat. I have decided to be on team Dirty Lazy Keto. You like that? I had my shirt made up for myself <laughs> on Etsy. <laughs> um, but really, you know, you gotta be in it to win it. If you wanna succeed, if you wanna do well, you've gotta pick a side, you have to pick a team. That is one of the reasons I learned is to be successful, my team needs me. I need to be all in. I need to be a team player. I need to dive in head first, even if it's uncomfortable. It's like all this wishy-washy stuff, it never works out. Um, so I'm gonna challenge you. <clears throat> Do you think Dirty Lazy Keto is a short-term diet? Are you just getting ready for a wedding or a vacation? Tell the truth because this is not for you, if that's the answer that you're giving. Um, or if you're looking for a way of eating that's forever, so you can lose weight and keep it off and be done with this crazy train, then you've got an answer for yourself. So are you in it to win it? Tell me in the comments. I'd like to know, because you can just hang up now if you're in this for some kind of short-term quick fix, you know, looking pretty for the wedding next month or whatever. That's not what this is all about. So pick a team. Stick with it, put it in the comments, okay? It's powerful when you write stuff down, I think. Um, number two, okay. I'm gonna bust out my husband's flip-flops here. He's gonna love it. Aren't they sexy? <laughs> um, number two, the reason why not to cheat on Dirty Lazy Keto, in my opinion, is that it causes a ketosis flip-flop, okay? Your body has no clue what's going on. Do you want your body to run on carbs and sugar and glucose? Or do you want your body to run on fat? You can't have both. You cannot be flipping and flopping and like, ooh, you know, in the morning, I'm going to do my high fat yogurt and I'm going to have just a little bit of berries on top. And then at lunch, I'm going to have some grilled chicken and some pesto and then some broccoli. Oh, and then at dinner, I'll just eat whatever I want. No. Okay. It does not work that way. You cannot flip and flop and flop and flip. Your body does not work that way. Ketosis does not work that way. I have a whole video on ketosis if you want to learn more, but it takes time to get your body to switch gears. If you want your body to be fueled by fat, which is amazing, right? Amazing. That's how I lost 140 pounds. Hello. Um, then you need to stick with one team. You can't be over here and then over here, blah, 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 blah. And then it takes time to get back and forth. It doesn't work. 
So pick a team, stop the flip-flopping, and make a choice. You don't want your body all confused and stressed out. I think that's a very important reason. That's number two. Do you like any of those yet? Are they hitting home yet? I got, I got seven more, if not, okay? <laughs> okay, number three. <clears throat> Here's the reason not to cheat. I feel like it causes health problems. Now, duh, first of all. <laughs> you might say that to me like, Stephanie, I know that. That's why I'm here, right? I get that, okay? I've been down that road. I weighed almost 300 pounds, and I suffered from chronic headaches at the time. I probably had all sorts of inflammation in my body. I'm sure that my moods were all over the place. You know, like I said, I had headaches. I was exhausted. I remember my kids were little, and obviously I was their mom watching them, and I would fall asleep on the couch. As their only caregiver, I'd be like, like trying to hang out with these two babies, and I'd be like, uh, you know, and a post-popcorn hangover. That's not cool. I don't want to live like that. So even the short-term health problems of eating too many carbs and being on that cheating crazy train, I don't want to feel sweaty. I always felt sweaty when I was hot and overweight. I always had, and maybe you did too, digestion issues, right? I think that when you're constantly, are you laughing at? I think that when you're constantly like cheating and you're eating carbs and you're not eating carbs, blah, 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 <clears throat> your body has no idea what's going on. So for me anyway, I felt exhausted. I felt sweaty. I had a lot of issues with moods and, you know, tiredness. Like I said, headaches. And you might experience other medical issues being like on and off the crazy train with A1Cs being up and down all over the place if you're diabetic. I mean, it's really hard on your body. Some people have blood pressure issues or sleep apnea, um, just arthritis and chronic inflammation. There's a whole host of short-term and long-term health problems, right, that come with being on the crazy train of cheating one day and not the next. So I'm hoping that maybe that topic motivates you because you don't want to be like on the, the whoopee cushion. I was... That's just so low class, Stephanie. Should I do it again? You know you want me to. It'd be a little bit funnier if it did automatically. Ready? These are the health problems you'll deal with with short term. <laughs> Come on, you know you laughed right now. But are you joking or are you serious? You don't want to feel like crap. You don't want to have digestion issues and that sweatiness and the inflammation. You don't want to have any of that. I know you don't. I'm trying to be silly and fun, but only because I'm trying to drive home a point, right? Because these things are real. I mean, I had a friend whose mom died of diabetes. She died of diabetes, young, young. She never got to see her children born. She saw the first baby born, but then she went on to have a few more and her mom never saw any of them. Her mom had really terrible diabetes. She was on insulin shots. Her mom was in a wheelchair. Her mom ended up losing her eyesight and her mom ended up losing her legs. And then she lost her life. My friend still overeats, even though she watched her mom go through all of that. So talk to me, is that something that motivates you? Is that driving home the point? I know I was being silly a minute ago, but you gotta think about your why. Like what is gonna really prevent you from going off the rails and thinking you can eat donuts and coffee cake at Starbucks and that there's no consequence. You got to be real with yourself. 
Don't you think? One of these reasons is going to grab you, I promise. And you're going to write it down and you're going to think about it and it's going to make a big change in your life. So keep listening. Keep thinking about these things and, and be open-minded. Um, in the comments, if you would, because we've all been there, we've all tried the cheating. Tell me how did it make you feel physically? Be honest. What were the consequences when you did the whole cheating thing and you went, started eating high carb food? What happened? Be descriptive. Tell everyone what happened. More importantly, tell yourself. I think when you write it down in the comments, you say it out loud, it becomes more real. And then you're like, you know what? That did not work out for me. I thought it was fun at the time and I joked about it and I giggled and, you know, got excited about going to some restaurant or ordering this or that. But in hindsight, when you type it in the comments about how it made you feel physically, you might start to second guess that whole experience, right? At least that was my experience. So that is number three. And that is kind of a serious one. So think about that one carefully, because that one is the real deal. We don't want to lose you and your family doesn't either. And there are so many long-term health consequences, more than we probably even know at this time from having a body so inflamed, right? Inflamed with sugar, inflamed with carbs. I don't even think our scientists know half of what the future holds um, in terms of research with ketosis and a ketogenic diet. I think it's going to be mind-blowing the amazing results that people can have about curing chronic disease and prevention. I could talk all day about this. So clearly number three is a hot one for me, but maybe number four is going to be more powerful for you. Number four is kind of silly again, because you know, we don't want to be all sad, right? Number four, sugar cravings suck. <laughs> Let's just be real. Eating sugar, you know, having chocolate, having candy, having all these high carb foods, and then suddenly not, it's horrible. Like, let's be real. <clears throat> it's similar to like, I don't know, going through some kind of drug withdrawal, I would think. Now, obviously, I can't make that claim about heroin and nicotine and all sorts of other drugs, but I want to. I mean, for me, if I eat sugar and then I stop eating sugar, I feel horrible. Like my body physically hurts because I don't know, I'm like going through some kind of sugar withdrawal situation. I don't think you want to do that. Every time you eat any kind of sugar, any kind of cheat day, even though you think, oh, I deserve it, me, 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 me. It's only once, it's only one bite, blah, blah, blah. All that nonsense, you are feeding the beast, right? Does that look scary? This is all I could come up with for a beast. How sad is that? <laughs> he looked like a little creature. So feeding the sugar beast makes things worse. Wouldn't you agree? I don't know. Or do you disagree? I'm curious. My experience is that sugar begets sugar, begets sugar. And what I mean by that is if I have a little bit of something that's sweet or high in carbs, all of a sudden I want more. And then that's not enough. Then I want more. Then I want more. Then I want more. It never ends. I'm never satisfied. I could eat a bagel and then a second bagel and then want a cookie and so on and so forth. I can eat a bucket of popcorn at the movie theater, get a refill, and then get a second, third refill on the way out. Am I lying or am I lying? Tell me in the comments if you agree or disagree. Do you think eating some sugar or high carb food, they're the same thing, right? 
cheating and enjoying some kind of special treat because it's your special day and you're on a cruise, doesn't that make things worse? Would you agree or disagree? Y'all know how I feel. <laughs> Number five, <clears throat> this is the fifth reason why I don't think you should be cheating on Dirty Lazy Keto. Number five is that I think cheating is a slippery slope, okay? I think it's very easy. It's like you're skiing. You get your goggles on, right? <laughs> Y'all didn't know I was this crazy, did you? <clears throat> you got your goggles on, you got your gloves on, you're skiing, right? You think, oh, I can do this. This is easy. I can have just this one little snack. I can have this one little bite. You know, I'm at work and everybody else is having it and I'm embarrassed not to. So I'm going to have some rather than speak up. I'm not going to send my dish back to the waiter because that's awkward and embarrassing. I'm going to just have a little bit. Well, what happens when you have just a little bit? In my experience, this is just me. If I have one bite of something, next thing I know, I'm like, well, I already had one bite. Might as well have a whole cheat meal. Has anyone else done that? And then I'm all, dang it, I already blew it for this meal. I might as well just enjoy my whole day and eat whatever I want. Have you done that? And then here's the kicker is if you have a whole day where you eat whatever you want, might as well have a whole week or the weekend or the month or, man, I gained back 30, 40 pounds. I'm not saying I did this, but you could see how that would happen, right? Next thing you know, years have gone by and you've given up. And then you start telling people, keto didn't work for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you sure it was keto that didn't work for you? I'm suspecting it might have had something to do with that food that you ate that was high carb, high sugar. Let's be honest. Can we be honest? So think about the next time you are wanting just to have a bite or just to have one meal or just it's your birthday, it's this, it's that. You know, it's really easy to just look at all those excuses, I think. You know, I pulled out this little calendar here just to prove home a point. You know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's the holidays. It's a special holiday. It's Ramadan. Oh, it's Hanukkah. Oh, it's my birthday. It's the 4th of July. It's the company barbecue. Oh, I'm on vacation. Oh, I'm cruising. Oh, I'm at a restaurant. Oh, I'm at a party. Oh, I'm at my mom's house. My mom, my cultural traditions prevent me from eating any other way. Oh, I'll just start again Monday. Oh, no, I'll start again next month. <sighs> okay. <laughs> now, I know I'm being obnoxious here, but I hope this drives home the point of how silly that sounds. You know, we all come up with these random excuses why one little bite doesn't matter. But I'm here to tell you from living experience, I think it does. And that's been one of my strategies for success um, to not be cheating and not go through that whole cycle of craziness is that I just avoid all this. I just live my life one way. I'm on the team, right? Here's the team. I'm on team Dirty Lazy Keto and I'm going to stick with my team and I'm going to make sure that I'm in it to win it because this doesn't work. I don't think so. I mean, I just don't. I don't know. Tell me if you disagree. And tell me, you know what? This is what I'd be curious about. Tell me if any of these triggering events happen to you. I'd be curious to know. Because some people can actually identify a moment where they're like, oh, I did great until, boom, I went to my cousin's bar mitzvah. Or I did great until that cruise last summer. Like, did you have a triggering event that caused you to go off the wagon? Why don't you share that in the comments? I think that... 
everyone could benefit from your honesty and your wisdom. And if you share, I'm going to pick some fun people in the comments um, to send them a free calendar because these are dry erase and they peel and stick. It's like a decal. You can put it on your fridge so I can mail some of these out. I'll pick a few folks to do that for free just because. Um, I want this to work for you, you guys. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. But I need you to get involved. I need you to get on board. Okay, no more of this wishy-washiness. For reals. For realsies. Okay, round number six. Here's the thing. And this is, I'm hoping, I've driven this po point home before. You don't need to cheat to curb a craving. That's been my whole strategy writing all the cookbooks. Okay, I've got four out so far. This is a new one. We were just talking about this. The Dirty Lazy Keto 5 Ingredient Cookbook just came out beginning of June. And every cookbook has a theme. So I'm like, I'm trying to help you guys. I'm coming up with each cookbook as 100 recipes. They're all 10 carbs or less, net carbs or less for a serving. So it's easy. All the math is done, math, macros. And I'm trying to create recipes for you that are going to solve a problem, not just willy-nilly stuff. You know, I hear a lot about fried chicken. I love fried chicken and waffles and breakfast food. So I made a copycat chicken, fried chicken and chaffle recipe for you. It's on page 158. Um, gummy bears, for some reason, that drives everyone crazy. I don't know what it is about gummy bears, but people buy those god-awful malitol-ridden gummy bears from the internet and then they eat the whole bag and then they have stomach cramps for days. Okay, that's not going to happen here. I'm going to... I'm going to teach you how to make it a much better way without malitol. But anyway, there's tons of great recipes. There's no excuse, really. I'm trying to help you. You just have to have a little creativity, a little commitment. Okay? You will have to participate in this. It's not going to just show up at your house. Um, but there's four cookbooks. So figure out which one's going to be best for you. If you're on a budget, get the dirt cheap cookbook. If you're always in a hurry, get the no time to cook cookbook. If you're a you just want the original story, you could get the original Dirty Lace Keto Cookbook or the five ingredient, which is probably the easiest out of them all. Just saying. And they're getting better. I feel like I'm getting a, getting a handle on this book writing business. Um, so I'm here to help you. I'm not a professional anything. I'm just a lady who lost 140 pounds. And, you know, after years of it staying off, I was like, maybe I should tell some people. Like, it's not fair that I figured this out. Um... And all my friends kept asking me and I was like, okay, maybe I'll tell some people. And it felt really good to help others solve the same problem that I've had. So that is my intention here. Um, I feel like this lifestyle is doable forever. So keep that in the back of your mind. Okay, number seven. Number seven, these are reasons why I think cheating is not a good idea. So I'm hoping one of these is going to grab you. Now I realize this is, again, slightly funny because... That's how I roll. Why should we be all sad and grumpy about this? This topic is emotional enough. At least it was for me and still is. Makes me cry talking about it. Um, but here we go. It's my birthday. Yo, shorty. It's your birthday. Cheating is not a way to celebrate. Oh, I got a promotion. Oh, it's my birthday. Oh, it's whatever holiday. Right? <laughs> Are you woken up now? Are you paying attention? <laughs> How many times have you decided it's Christmas? It's my birthday. It's I got a raise. I don't know. The sun came up. Everyone is always coming up with these very creative reasons why. 
they should be able to cheat and go off plan and start eating all this garbage crap that's going to make you feel terrible. Um, here's the thing. I've said this before in a whole video about rewards. I did this at Christmas time, but it's still relevant to you if this is something you're struggling with. You're not a dog. Do not reward yourself with food. My dog Lulu loves to sit and down and stay and walk and jump for food. That's not us. We are not dogs. I know that is cold. You are going to get mad at me about that one. But stop rewarding yourself with food and eating a bunch of high carb garbage, sugary garbage. I don't care if it's your family tradition, your grandma's recipe. It just isn't going to help you celebrate the meaning of anything. It isn't. It's just going to make you sick. It'll make you have the, remember the whoopee cushion? right? And the diabetes and the high blood pressure and the medication and, you know, the lack of energy. And I'm not being uh, a person who hasn't been there because I have. I spent my whole life being overweight and missing out. I mean, I remember sitting on the sides of every vacation I ever went on for years, decades, with my friends, with my husband, with my kids, just sitting there on the sidelines while everyone else had fun. You know, they're crossing swing bridges and they're doing ropes course and they're learning to surf and they're hiking and they're bike riding and they're climbing stairs and, you know, wanting to go to more places. And here I am sitting on the sidelines, tired, overweight, sweating with a headache, with a Diet Coke and a bagel or whatever I was doing. Not happy. It's not a way to live and it, it you can stop it. Um, I think it's a tricky one with the celebration. I know I'm being kind of silly with the hat from Burger King. But in reality, um, I know it's tough. And I know this is probably one of the hardest of all of the topics that we're tackling today. And mainly it's because you've got sabotaging friends. You know, and I talk about this a lot in uh, Dirty Lazy Keto Get Started. This is the guidebook. And it's on page 268 if you have a copy. Take a look at that section. I call it the bucket of crabs. The bucket of crabs is where you have these sabotaging friends and family who love you. That's the weird part. They love you and they are excited about you getting healthier and they have always wanted you to get healthier. But then the second you do, they're sticking cake in your mouth and telling you you deserve a night off and everything else. It's a very complicated subject and I cannot just explain it to you in two seconds here. So take a look at page 268. That whole chapter really gets into some strategies for you on that one. But bottom line, cheating is not a way to celebrate anything. It's just not. Number eight, I kind of was going to do this one at first, but then I'm like, this is Captain Obvious speaking, number eight. Cheating causes what? Does anyone know? <laughs> cheating causes weight gain. Hello? It causes weight gain, right? I mean, did I need to say that one first? I kind of felt like that one was obvious, but I don't know. For me, I think that it's like being in a car. I, I kind of think about this analogy. I'm in a car and I'm out there off-roading. I'm driving around. I'm trying to get to where I'm going, right? I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to eat healthier. But I'm in this cool sports car, right? I'm in ketosis. I'm feeling good. So I'm like, ooh, I'm going to test the limits of this bad boy. Like, vroom, vroom. I'm going to be driving all over town. In my cool sports car, I feel good in ketosis. I'm going to see what I can get away with. Is that normal? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is normal. If you're a human being, it's totally normal. 
you are driving around in your ketosis sports car and you're like, I'm going to try to cheat and see if I can. I'm going to try to eat a bunch of keto convenience foods and snacks and all this other crap. And I'm going to see what happens. Has anyone else done that? I have. I totally do it. Here's my road sign that says eat here. Because you're out driving around, you're trying to push the boundaries. It's normal. But the problem is you get lost. You can crash. You can burn. And ultimately, in my experience, cheating leads to weight gain. And pretty immediately, too. It's upsetting. Like you're all, I'm just going to eat this little bit of this. And the next day, you're up like six pounds. You're all, what the hell? <laughs> like, how is it physically possible? Right? And then it takes days to get off. And you're just like, oh, you're so upset and so mad. But the bottom line is cheating will cause weight gain. There's no way around it. Eating a bunch of garbage, high carb, um, high sugary foods, all that kind of stuff. It's going to lead to weight gain. There's no way around it. Yes, you can get lost and crash your car and just mess your whole system up. So trust me, I want you to rethink the cheat, okay? There's a great chart inside um, Dirty Lazy Keto Get Started. It's on page 185. And I love this chart so much. See if I can flip to it. I made this chart. Here it is. Um, it's all about rethinking the cheat and the cycle of what happens um, when you make a bad decision and you go off plan and you're eating a bunch of garbage and then what happens and then how you just keep going in the crazy train. So right here, I love this so much. I'm going to somehow capture this and put it on my website because I think that you guys would benefit from printing this out. Don't you think? And maybe putting it on your refrigerator or at work or I don't know, wherever, under your pillow, and just contemplate it. Because that's, you know, number eight, Captain Obvious here speaking. But cheating, eating all this garbage food is going to cause you to gain weight. It just is. And I want you to rethink that. Okay? So I will take care of that for you. But tell me if I'm lying. Put it in the notes. <laughs> tell me if you agree or disagree. Okay? Um, number nine, let's wrap this up. Number nine, I feel like cheating eating all that garbage food, I feel like it really disrupts momentum, okay? I want you to keep the ball rolling in the right direction. Blah, blah, blah. You're making all these great habits. You're learning to cook and eat differently. You're learning to shop differently. You're making better choices at restaurants. You're speaking up for yourself. These are amazing, amazing decisions that you're making. And it's all like rolling. Imagine the ball. I mean, this is a ball that you've, you're changing habits. You are keeping the ball in motion, right? And some of this stuff's hard, especially like we have new folks watching for the first time today and they're like, what am I doing? You're doing great. Just do one little thing at a time, but keep the ball going. Keep the ball going. Don't stop the ball and disrupt the momentum. Because guess what? It's really hard to get started again, right? We talked about that earlier. Um, cheating disrupts that momentum and it's really hard to get started again. It's almost impossible sometimes, right? Or else you start searching for crazy answers and um, short-term quick fixes and it just gets into a bad spiral. So recognize just number nine. Keep that under your belt. Keep that under your hat. Say to yourself, you know what? I'm making great progress. I may have only lost one pound last week or two pounds this month, but what would have happened if I wasn't on? Dirty Lazy Keto. You know, I hate it when people say, I only lost 10 pounds this month. I only lost 25 pounds. Then I've stopped. I'm like, are you kidding me? Look how amazing you are. Look at all the progress you've made. It could be so much worse. Because if you're me, 
in my life history, I mean, I had never up until creating Dirty Lazy Keto, I had never had that kind of success where I lost weight and kept it off. Never. I would always do like Weight Watchers, be all excited with my points and fat and fiber, measuring soup. And then I'd lose a certain amount of weight and then I'd gain it all back because I'd quit. I'd be like, oh, that was, that was easy. And then I wouldn't go and then boom, gain it all back. So that's not going to happen to you if you stay on plan dirty lazy keto. And like we talked about, there's nothing weird about the food. The foods are delicious. There's a low carb substitute for everything. You can do this. Cheating disrupts that momentum, your progress, no matter how slow or how, you know, baby steps you're making, it keeps the ball rolling. So think about that emotional toll and how demoralizing it is to have to start over again. Because sometimes that's enough to snap you back into reality, right? Um, I love this quote. My doctor told this to me. He said, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. I was like, wow, he went to medical school. <laughs> I think I wrote that in one of the books. Um, but he was serious. He's like, just keep making the same choices over and over again. Momentum. And you're going to go in the right direction. Mess up that, that train, though. And then you're going to be getting negative results. Uh, so number 10, this is my final uh, wrap up, my final inspirational message for you. This is number 10. I feel like the reason you shouldn't cheat. No, don't, don't laugh. But I feel like you deserve more. I feel like you deserve a better life. Now, I talk about this in Get Started Again. I know I'm talking about this book a lot today. Right here. I'm page 193, and I want to read a quote from you from that. And I, I wrote it out because I don't want to have to put my glasses on. But here's the quote. It's on page 193. I wrote, I'm all quoting myself. <laughs> but I wrote, when you say no to a cheat meal, you are actually saying, I am worthy of a better life. Okay. Sounded better on paper. <laughs> but I feel like this is self-love, people. It's not punishment. Dirty Lazy Keto is a way of life that you can do forever. The urge to cheat, it's something you can manage. It's something that you can get rid of. It's something you can overcome. You can. But, you know, having like a little Band-Aid approach here and there, you know, oh, I just, I want to cheat, but I'll go for a walk instead. That's only going to work for you so far. I feel like you need to dig deeper and maybe latch on to one of these 10 reasons that I shared today or find your own deep top 10 list and focus on that instead. So ask yourself, you know, what reason is going to motivate you not to cheat? What motivate, what will motivate you to continue with a dirty, lazy keto lifestyle forever? You know, what is it for you? It's different for you and that's okay. Um, I hope that you will share that though, because that is a big aha moment. And if you can get to that, if you can get to that, your why, I mean, then everything else falls into place. For real. So if you haven't done so already, I hope that you've participated in our video today. I hope that you gave the video a thumbs up and I hope that you got involved and left a lot of comments because I can't wait to learn more about you and your journey. Um, I feel like we're together in this. I'm not all alone here in my son's old bedroom, which I converted to an office. I mean, I'm in this just like you are and I have the same weak moments and, you know, a little devil on my shoulder saying, ooh, look at that. And then I tell myself, uh-uh, 
think about my top 10 list and I'll go to one of these reasons and really grab onto it. And it gets me through those dark times and keeps me strong, you know, 140 pounds strong now for almost a decade. So I know transformation is possible. I know you can do this too. Okay. So I'm going to clap for you. Ready? I just wanted to say thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. This is a community, Dirty Lazy Keto. We have to help each other. We're in this together, my friends. It's not easy, is it? We gotta support one another. So if you found today's video to be helpful, please give it a thumbs up, leave a comment, and then subscribe to the Dirty Lazy Keto YouTube channel. Turn on your notifications so you'll never miss an update. You can also find me on Instagram at Dirty Lazy Keto. And for more information about any of my support groups or any of my books, you can always go to dirtylazyketo.com for more information. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help. I know you can do it. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars.